Welcome to Pharma Talk Radio. I'm Andrew Goldstein. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Skip Sands, Senior Vice President and Senior Medical Officer of Paracel Biotech. Dr. Sands will discuss building a relationship of trust between sponsors and development partners and his experience on both sides of the sponsor and CRO relationship. To start us off, can you speak about the importance of building a relationship and trust? Yes, uh, Andrew, hello, and thank you again, again for the opportunity to have this discussion. Trust, wow, there's a word that I use a lot. And additionally, a word I use is stewardship. So how do we build trust and what's the importance of trust in a sponsor CRO relationship? Well, I think it's integral to how the relationship will actually work. Uh, we need to be able to trust each other. And so it's a two-way street. Uh, the sponsor needs to be able to trust what we say and what we will do and that we will be responsible and be conscious of how we approach the asset that we're being asked to work on and how important that is. Uh, the trust part comes from being transparent, telling the truth, meeting expectations, meeting goals, deadlines, deadlines that you say you're going to meet. What questions should you ask to determine the right development partners? So when I would ask in the previous life, the questions I would start to ask weren't so much about a problem, but I would just ask about the day-to-day. -day. How do you work? What does it mean when you say, I'm going to complete this by a certain period of time? Or I'm going, what does it mean when we talk about the actual cost of things. What does it mean when we talk about the intricacy of the program and have you done it before? To me, we have to be able to be very clear um, to the sponsor and the sponsor has to be very clear about what they want. Because in my experience, uh, and then again, speaking from both sides, it's usually about miscommunication more so than anything else. How do you avoid that miscommunication? Well, again, Andrew, as I said, I was talking about clarity and transparency. So there shouldn't be any hidden agendas. So first off, there shouldn't be any hidden agendas from the sponsor saying, gee, I don't wanna tell them this. You know, I may have had a communication with an agency. Uh, I may have had a communication with my commercial partner that is going to affect how the CRO might actually need to work. And from the CRO's point of view, you really need to be clear and transparent about where you are. There should be no questions about the truth that's given back and forth. It should be very, very clear. And that relationship needs to extend not only from the project team, which should be one project team and almost indistinguishable from either side, but it also should be in the leadership portion. The leadership should be able to have open, honest, and I will sometimes say brutally honest conversations because that's so important to be able to develop that trust. Today, you've even, you'll see commercials on the NFL and they say, who has my back? That's where we need to be. When somebody asks, who has my back? I've got your back. When I ask, who's got my back? I've got your back. That's how it should be. Are there concrete ways that sponsors can ensure that they aren't just getting cookie cutter responses and making sure that they get the right partner? 
yes, there are some ways. And, and little tricks, obviously, are to ask about specific events and or projects. Obviously, you can't name names of the companies you've worked with. But talk about challenges, difficulties that have occurred, and see if the responses, you know, aren't prepared in a slide. You're, you're actually asking, you're quizzing the individual function and or the leadership of that CRO to respond to those situations in an off-the-cuff manner. There's nothing better than being able to ask that question. And in today's world, even though we aren't always in person, we are on video. And you can see if there's stress in the face of the person you're talking to. I mean, it's very, very, it's, it's a clear way of seeing whether or not you're looking at someone who is or a team that's savvy enough to be able to give you not just the canned answer, but a real answer. Can you speak about how to build the relationship and how to build a trust from the RFP to bid process? Yes, Andrew, you know, that's a, that's a great question because it does start at that point. That's an enlarging relationship that's already been started from our, what we call at Parkcell a CSD and then expanding, expanding to a broader team. The idea of the sponsor having putting out an RFP, which is typically very, you know, it's, it's pretty intense contains all of the right information and things, but maybe not as clear to the CRO people as possible because they may not be speaking exactly the same languages. So there's questions that are exchanged back and forth. And it's really, to me, that's the beginning of this relationship that starts and the, the trust piece because they're respectful and responsible questions that are proposed by the CRO to the sponsor to help understand further where the sponsor is thinking or what they're thinking about as they're going to prepare the bid. This is a rather involved process on the bid process from the CRO's time. It's a lot of time and effort and you want to do the right thing. You want to give the sponsor what they're looking for and you also want to start to share with them potential differences and strategies that they might want to have. So at that point, you're already starting to build that relationship and trust at that point, because as I said before, the questions are respectful and responsible, but they also show that you have knowledge and you have concern uh, and interest in that asset. It, it, it begins the stewardship process right there. What is the infrastructure that's needed for a good relationship and how do you build that infrastructure? Well, that infrastructure to me always starts on the ground floor. So to me, it's down to the most important person to the least important person so that it, it, it's not just one. If you come in and you have a strong project leader, is that going to be enough? on one side and not on the other side. Really what you, you need to have is trust across all areas, trust in the functions, trust within each individual team. You, and you build that by constant good communication and transparency. I think that you know we need to make agreements across the teams to make sure what a communication really means. 
I've talked in the past about end of day. It's kind of my, my great one to hit is what's the end of day? Well, end of day to you might be five o'clock and it might be five o'clock Eastern Standard Time or it might be five o'clock European time. But it really is, what did you finally agree upon? What's an urgent document? When do you need to return an urgent document? Do you get 24 hours to return an urgent document? Do you get 36 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours? But you need to have that agreement because the person who's waiting for it has an internal expectation. And what you as a CRO, you wanna meet that sponsor expectation. And as a sponsor, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you can't ask for something that is yesterday. You can ask for something in the future and it can be short time as long as it's truly really urgent. Everything isn't urgent. Most things aren't urgent and save the energy and the extraordinary efforts for those things that are. So you spoke about both sides uh, and their expectations. Is either side more responsible for putting in and building that infrastructure to maintain the relationship? You know, if you had asked me before I became a part of a CRO, I would have said yes. And I would have said, oh, it's all the CRO's responsibility to be responsive and everything else. But what I've learned over time uh, in this level of interaction is that it's almost 50-50. You can get it maybe to 60-40, but I'm gonna tell you that it's pretty close to 50-50 because good teams, good relationships, you know, and again, I'll use a sports analogy. If you look at good football teams, it's because people can count on the person next to them. And, and I think that that's really important. Uh, I think that when we try to place all of the responsibility for everything on one side, we lose the ability to be able to respond to real challenges. And we lose that trust. Sometimes people will contribute 80% and some will contribute 20%. Next week, it'll be just the opposite. And I think we have to be open to that and we have to be, you know, or recognize that more often than not, that that is, that's a good relationship. Are there any pet peeves that you've experienced on either side that have affected their relationship in a negative way? And if something seems to be going wrong, is there any way that it can be fixed? Pet peeve, yes, definitely pet peeves. Probably my number one pet peeve is a problem that's presented with no, no attempt at solution. And early on in the relationship, if, if somebody says, I got it, I'm going to fix this, it's, that's hard for the other person to accept. I was taught very early on in my career, even prior to being in industry, that if you had a problem, come with a solution and be willing to modify that solution uh, if you've got better advice. But in general, come with a solution and a timeline. I, as a sponsor, was always willing to accept solutions and timelines. I wasn't willing to accept just a problem. When I was on the problem solving side, I came with a, with a solution and a timeline. And that way it's measurable, there's an expectation. And, and even though that may not always succeed, it does help you establish, again, that foundation for trust. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? When I look at biotech, and that's where I live, 
I live in biotech and where I came from is that biotech has a very, very specific list of issues. Sometimes it's the amount of resources, sometimes it's the amount of knowledge, sometimes it's the money, sometimes it's the time. You need to include all of them. And all the decisions made for execution and implementation should include those factors. Because when you don't include them, you're, you're, you're kind of giving a half answer. So to me, and we use the word bioteching. So when we're bioteching with a company, what we want to be doing is thinking, you know, is there a better way? Not just the way we've always done it. Is there a better way for this sponsor, which might not be the same way it's always been done, or for that matter, the way you just imagined it to be done for the last sponsor? It, it is, how do we tailor it to that, the needs of that sponsor? And that can be, whether it be timelines, whether it be the technique, whether it be how we can help them communicate with agencies, for that matter, how we help them prepare data and information for release to the public. Because every one of them affects the value of that asset and the value of that company and the strength of that company. We should be an additive to the biotech. We should never be a negative. Thank you very much. If I can ask one more, do you have a call to action either for the sponsor side or for the CRO side? So in my thinking about biotech is think early, communicate, be willing to be transparent on both sides. And once you start to establish that relationship, don't stop, don't pause. You know, there's nothing worse than in my mind is, is that you go through the bid process, you have it very prescriptive and you're not open to hearing other things. You're not open to hearing the options. And once you make a decision, get the ball rolling. Start with that level of interaction at all levels. It's more than a kickoff meeting. Kickoff meeting is a very prescriptive process. Things are set in their ways. But I, I believe that the communication requirements and expectations need to be set from top to bottom. And nothing worse than talking about, oh, how are we gonna deal with escalations? In my mind, we should be thinking about how to avoid all escalations. And the number one way to do that, in my mind, is communication. Thank you very much. You were just listening to Dr. Skip Sands Senior Vice President and Senior Medical Officer of Paracel Biotech. Dr. Sands discussed building a relationship of trust between sponsors and development partners and his experience on both sides of the sponsor and CRO relationship. For more information about the 2021 Chief Medical Officer Summit, which takes place October 14th and 15th, please visit theconferenceforum.org. Have a great day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.